0: what's going on rail riders today on the show i got rob o'neill we talk uh politics and then we kind of just go fucking crazy on the podcast because we were just drinking a little bit and having a good time uh the politics aren't to be taken too seriously we were just kind of riffing on shit and just expressing ourselves which is normal conversations and i'm not gonna apologize or even fucking put a disclaimer at the beginning of it think what you want this is america have fun with it and enjoy the show and, um, shit, I forgot where I was in the story. What a gullible. Oh, yeah, right, them over. Both tires. Great Bulls. intro to the podcast, everybody's going to be like, <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> dude, I'm so lost <laughs> in these fucking stories. <laughs> <laughs> fuck, dude, this story is going so off the rails. Nardigerson. I need to get a new computer, like, ASAP. Nardigerson. Because this is just chugging. I'll show you a chugger yeah what up check up all right so get up to the microphone comfortably and speak into it at your normal speaking voice hello i am here to tell you about my new book
1: called fake it until you break it it's about you could honestly probably get a little closer to the mic
0: my new book is called Fake It Till You Break It. Why don't you just bring it closer to you?
1: Well, I don't know where you want me to be.
0: Well, I'm trying to figure that out right now. I think right there is good. It's just like I, I keep looking through all the episodes now. And, uh, everybody's like audio is so much quieter than mine because I get up to the microphone like this, but that's because I have a deep voice, so I know I don't peak. You know what I mean? Oh, you're peaking all right. You haven't peaked yet. I know. <laughs> but, but I see a little bit of acne on your neck, so that means it's <laughs> coming, dude. Dude, puberty claws is coming down the chimney tonight, baby. <laughs> I see a little acne on your neck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. It's, I'm just glad it's on my
1: neck and not, like, right here. Although I did cut myself right here the other day, so. Yeah, but if there
0: was acne on your chin, that means that the hair is going to come soon. <clears throat> is that Jesus. what that means? Yeah, no. That's what scientists say anyways. <laughs> Follicle scientists. So you ready to start this stupid thing? Yeah, I don't know what the fuck we're talking about, but... Um, We're going to talk about puberty. Okay. Do you not want to? I'm a little scared. What did you do today, anyways? (laughs) What? You actually want to know? Yeah, what did you do today?
1: I went to Walmart. What did you get at Walmart? Boxing gloves.
0: Oh, you went and got those today? Yeah. Fuck yeah. And you're doing your next lesson on Saturday. Oh, yeah. Fucking tight, dude. Are we live? Yeah, we're live. Oh, shit. <laughs> no, we're live. Okay. Yeah, that's why I'm not fucking with the computer anymore. Okay. All right. Yeah, I got boxing gloves. I got some boxing
1: wraps. What I are got, wraps? It's basically just to wrap your hands, so you can have full like momentum with your fingers instead of the actual boxing glove. Just to, you know, for better punches instead of using a glove
0: do you wear that underneath the gloves no oh so you can punch with those too yeah
1: you can use wraps or you can use what are gloves. they like gauze uh i haven't pulled them out yet
0: but like what are they? i've never used is it, it like an elastic band or yeah something? It's, like a, it's like an elastic elastic oh, you put
1: around your or yeah like a band that you put around your, your hand
0: is that just to protect them yeah oh cool so you don't cut them, them. i know nothing about boxing
1: you know that it's about hitting things, right?
0: I thought it was about shipping.
1: No. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> That's the best
0: joke I got for you right now. Uh,
1: we should probably get better then.
0: Yeah. We got a long podcast ahead of us, my friends. Yeah, dude. Uh, I You mentioned it to me earlier, but I wanted to wait for the podcast to talk about it. Just because like, I was like... I just thought it was... Rather funny because like obviously like the news got broke today that Trump didn't get impeached mm-hmm. like he got what was it? Uh, they found him acquitted. acquitted. Well, they acquitted him. Yeah, they acquitted him. They just
1: found him Dude. not guilty of basically like obstruction of power.
0: Yeah, because wasn't it like Mitt Romney accused him or something like that? I don't know. I'm watching it because, honestly, politics just gross me out now.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's why I don't pay attention to them. I could tell you exactly what the fuck is going to happen Oh, I without knew that... paying attention to it. Because I just, I understand how this whole fucking...
0: That's why I thought it was funny because I was like, did nobody else see this happening? Like, I, that's what's crazy to me. I'm like, I think people live in, like, la-la land. Did you Like, I would be so... So insanely I'd be surprised. Shocked. I'd be
1: shocked if he didn't if he actually got impeached. I'd be like, No way. And as much That's as I not hate how the this guy, is gonna work.
0: As much as I hate the guy, I genuinely do believe that it was kind of just a loosey goosey argument that just because everybody hated him so much.
1: Oh yeah, they they just try they basically found like some kind of loophole to be able to impeach him and then, get him on trial for and, it. Yeah, to get him on trial and then it didn't really hold Enough weight. I mean, to be honest, I
0: don't even really know why they brought him there. All I know is that... It's just
1: another collusion charge.
0: Right. But, like, I feel like, you know, like with Bill Clinton and everything, it was, like, pretty obvious. It was like, okay, he had sexual relationships with his secretary, cheated on his wife, all of that that was super obvious. But, like, when you ask people why is trump being impeached they just go cuz he's bad at like being a president that's pretty much like the extent of it like people will throw throw some other jargon that they read well, yeah, off yeah that's of it.
1: that's what the average person's going to say cuz no, the no, average no, no, person no,
0: but they would throw around some jargon that they heard from some headline that they read on facebook but i was like nobody actually knows what is really going on and if they do everyone that i actually talked to who knew what was happening with him was like yeah, it's just kind of like a weird charge that they're giving him just to kind of get him out of office. It feels like from the Democrats. And I was just like, I'm like, well, I mean, hey, if they get it, cool. But I'm like, I don't I don't see this. Yeah,
1: I mean, they're just kind of pulling at strings because they just want to find anything that they can think of that can get him out. And by the way, obviously, you know that I'm not like a Trump fan, but I know exactly... Like, what's going to happen with the majority Republican vote and, you know, just the whole, the power that he has behind him. Like, he's not going to fucking get impeached.
0: Yeah, and he's certainly not going to go down without a fight. Like, it's just, it's the nature of the beast with this kind of ridiculous person. Like, did you, sh- did you see all the stuff that he was sharing on Twitter today? I only saw it because everybody's fucking retweeting it, trying to come up with some clever remark that'll get him a thousand retweets, like as a response to whatever Trump's posting. And I, to be honest, I just unfollow everybody who posts about Trump, even negatively or positively. because It's simply, I don't want to see him on my fucking... I go on Twitter to laugh and have fun, mm-hmm. and I don't want to get into all that fucking serious shit Yeah, because it's just it's just a giant echo chamber of everybody being so mad and just it makes me feel stressed that I'm like, I I just don't want to see this. But I I did see a lot of his tweets and he was just like memeing it like uh, Trump. Yeah, he he posted a video of him coming out at like the State of the Union or whatever, you know, after the trial. Mm -hmm. He was coming out and they're like, ladies and gentlemen, the president of the United States and obviously all all the Republicans stand up and are clapping. And all the Democrats are sitting there not clapping, looking really sad, like shaking their heads. And he dubbed over the song Love Hurts. And I'm just (laughs) like, this is I even though I can't stand the guy, I was like, this is funny. It's a funny video. And you know what makes it even funnier? It's not even like the video is funny. What's funny about it is that the president of the United States posted this. (laughs) That's what makes it funny. Because it's like, what?
1: whenever you go on Twitter and just see anything that he tweets, it's like, wow, the (laughs) president of the United States just tweeted this. I genuinely.
0: (laughs) It's like, what? But I genuinely don't think it's actually him. Do you? Yes. You do? Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't think he actually works like that. I think somebody was just like, dude, he's a billionaire or whatever, right? He's the president of the United States, technically the most powerful man in the world now, right? Mm-hmm. And the way he ran his campaign, I feel like they just kind of like they had somebody like, do you want somebody to just kind of tweet your rhetoric for you? Just so it can be like... you. So can they tweeted exactly how he speaks because that's exactly how it's tweeted. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. That's my point. Do Co- you th- do remember th- Cub
1: Fifi? Yeah. 100%. <laughs> he never took... I mean, he, he took blame for that. Like, personal blame for it. So unless he's like...
0: Well, no, because he doesn't want anybody to know that he's not actually the one tweeting. Yeah. He doesn't want anybody to know that. But I, I, I find it very strange. And somebody else was pointing this out. Doesn't it seem like a kind of like a big uh potential security risk to have the president tweeting himself? Yeah. Well, I think that he
1: if 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 he's not the one tweeting it, then he's at least saying something and like, oh, no, 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 no. running it by or like Well,
0: yeah, they're not tweeting behind his back. I'm sure the guy's standing in his office.
1: So the guy's just like, Hey, should I call the, the leader of North Korea a little rocket man? Sounds like a wonderful idea. Let it fly.
0: Or maybe even Trump says like Tweet this for me. Call him a little rocket man. Like, you know (laughs) what (laughs) I mean? Are you sure we should say that,
1: Mr. President? Absolutely. As long as it didn't come from my fingers.
0: Yeah, I mean, who knows? I don't know. The, The whole guy, he just, he stresses me out. Not in the way of like, oh my God, he's evil. He's the worst person ever. It's more of like, He is an exact symbol of the divisive nature of this country now, which is the thing I can't stand the most. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the way things are now where people are like, if you're a Republican, you're the worst person ever. That rhetoric that kind of goes around. And it's super weird to me to think that that's kind of where we're at now that people are just hating each other based on beliefs. Yeah, And I'm like, yeah, if you're like a neo-Nazi or an actual racist, then yeah, whatever, hate them because they're shitty. But just for somebody being like, I believe in smaller government and lowering taxes, and then people are like, you're a shitty person or whatever. I, I just feel like that's weird. Yeah. But well, Trump let, is- a If s-
1: anyone, especially to like the extreme lefts on Twitter, if anyone ever says that they're a Republican, they instantly paint a picture of them as some evil person-
0: well, yeah, and I mean it's the same thing that the right does to the left. It's yeah. on both sides. Both. No,
1: I know. I'm. Not, they're both. They're every. Yeah, both sides are guilty of it. Well,
0: but that's what I mean by the divisive nature. Like Trump is a symbol of that divisive nature in our country, and I hate that because I yeah. I can't stand. Oh, that, I know. Like that separation of people, it drives me up a wall because I just think people are inherently good. I think everybody in general, the, the needle leans in the way of good with humanity. Humanity wants the majority of its good, which is why it's the rules of societies. Do you know what I mean? Like don't murder, don't commit crimes. Obviously that's a uh, murder is a crime, but you get what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Don't murder. <laughs> don't commit any
1: crimes.
0: Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? Like these morals and ethics are like stitched into the fabric of, Human existence yeah. for the most part. Obviously, there's outliers, but that's no. why I'm saying the needle leans in the direction of good. Mm-hmm. So, for, to like divide the nation and say just one is inherently morally corrupt is just weird to me. And
1: I think that a lot of it has to do with the loud minority beats the silent majority, with where, you know, that's why there's the extremist left and the extremist right that, you know, makes up that image that people have of the left and the right. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, no, I I know exactly what you're saying. All I know is now, especially that I'm like 25 years old, but we're about to be 26. I've learned so much growing up and I, I, you know, we have friends that are younger and so many of them are still on that whole, like just like veins popping out of their head. Like Trump is the most evil thing to ever exist. And like, I'm just like, you're young and i get that it's fun to get wrapped up in politics because you don't really have your own identity as your as yourself yet but as you get older you, I, at least for me and my experience is you you just kind of look for reasonable people yeah people who are just reasonable
1: no i totally agree with that
0: and the thing is is that like one of the reasons why i also kind of wanted to talk about this on the podcast right now with you. And one of the reasons why I wanted to save it for the podcast, what we were inevitably going to talk about regardless, because we always seem to get into these conversations. It's because, especially with media, especially like people on Twitter, especially people on Facebook, and whatever, you, you know what I'm saying, they're all in this exact direction of being absolute. And they're loud, the people who are absolute. Like, there's no forgiveness. Like, I've seen... Obviously, you've seen these tweets before that, like, if you voted for Trump, then you don't deserve, like, a say, you're awful, whatever. Oh, yeah. And I'm just like... (laughs) I
1: see that all the time.
0: And trust me, I don't like Trump. I think we've both made this pretty evidently clear. I think he's a big buffoon. And he's actually... The reason why I, I... And I actually am not afraid to say this. I do hate Trump. The reason why I hate Trump, though, the most is obviously like a lot of his racist rhetoric, his shit towards women and stuff like that. That does bother me a lot. But the cultivation of all that shit that he said, the reason why I hate it the most is because he's a symbol of the divisive nature of this country. That's what I hate most.
1: I know, and he loves it.
0: Yeah, he gets off on it. That's the shit that bothers me the most. He loves stirring the pot, so to speak. He's a troll. He really is. He loves making people so mad at one another and it it works for him. And that's one of the reasons why he's like so actually terrifying to me because it's a symbol of where we are as a country that we're allowing ourselves to be this divided. And if we, I feel like if we talk to each other more and we're more on the human level of our agreements, and we actually like tackled the issues of like racism, sexism... Uh, poverty, healthcare, all of these major immigration, all of these major issues that we're faced with as a country. Some people like to deny them. But we could all work together if we were actually talking and we're being reasonable and we came to, you know, if somebody said to you like, um, I'm trying to think of like an issue that is like pretty divisive. Okay, well, abortion. Well, no, 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 no. How about this? This is, I mean, yeah, you could swing it that way, but I was actually going to say there's obviously a large amount of people, and I've, especially like the older generations, they'll say that, like, there's like, oh, there's no such thing as racism in this country anymore. Like, that's over with. Like, there's obviously like some racist assholes, but like, like people, like black people need to stop complaining. Like, it's not that bad. Those type of people. Most people, like, on Twitter and, like, a lot of people on the left, am I I'm about to criticize the the right and the left, so I just want to put that out there before everybody takes to fucking Twitter and wants to cancel me. <laughs> but if, if you hear them say that, instead of just instantly jumping down their throat and calling them a racist or an idiot or whatever, if you just heard them out their reasonings on why they think racism is gone, you may understand where they're led to believe that they may be using a comparison. Like they may have grown up and seen it be worse. You know what I mean? They have may have moved from a different location where they saw it really bad. And now they're living in a more rural area where, or like a suburban area where it's not as bad. So they, they under the illusion that it's dissipated and you could probably just say like, okay, I understand how you got to that point, but And like I can get that. I can understand you, what you're trying to say. I don't think you're an idiot. But they may just be ignorant to some issues that they just aren't unaware of. And then you can have a conversation with them. And they may deny it right at first. But maybe that could seep into their brain a little bit. And they could start understanding that there are some issues that they just weren't aware of. Or maybe denied because of some kind of like political party lines or whatever, right? And then it... it, if you have that conversation with somebody without it being an agitated, like, angry, like, fuck you, you, that's where you kind of get into more of, like, changing minds. Do you know what I mean? If you're actually having a a respectful conversation, obviously, you know, if somebody's saying actual racist shit and whatever, then that's a completely different subject, so don't try to, like, put these two on top of each other. That's not what I'm trying to say. I'm saying that if if you actually divulge in, like, a nice a civil conversation to explain ideas and how you under how you, the way you think that's where the political discourse that should be happening in this country, that we can start solving some real issues. But when you have things like Twitter and social media and headline reading we're all constantly like on edge of wanting to just call somebody a name or slap a label on them and dismiss them so you, do not, you don't have to deal with their ideas or thought process. And in a perfect world, I guess that would be amazing. I, I guess it would be amazing to just shut people out that you disagree with and not be responsible with having to have a civil discourse to explain your ideas or beliefs. But in reality, that's how humanity has always worked. We've always worked, even with people that we disagree with... Yeah, I
1: mean, remember, the, before the two-party system, we had we had a one-party system, literally of just an actual like, democracy of people who were just, you know, instead of Republican and Democrat, we were just
0: one-level playing field. Yeah, but that was because we had a common enemy. That was, like, the, um, the revolution. Yeah. You know what I mean? The split from Britain... Yeah. So that it, it, I agree. Yeah. Whenever you, uh, humanity has a common enemy, that's when. I mean, it was bound to happen, obviously. Yeah. But now that we don't have a common enemy, that's why we don't reference it as much in our age group, but why 9 11 was so important to our nation in a way, because it was one of the times where people felt like that civil discourse was kind of coming back because everybody felt like they kind of had a common enemy which is yeah. the one that affected us.
1: Yeah, cuz it's one of those extreme moments where you look at both sides, both sides and you're like, "Okay, guys, we can agree with this one thing that that was absolutely terrible." Yes, agree. Like, we can agree that we are all humans who don't want to see other people die a terrible death. You know, we're not sociopaths, we just have different ideologies but we one thing that we can agree on is the fact that we do not want to see each other die. Yeah. Like that's 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 you know it's completely extreme.
0: Well no yeah yeah but the thing is is that you're right because like the life liberty and the pursuit of happiness those are the end goals, right? That's what everybody strives for. The reason why it's written that way is because that is supposed to be kind of the goal of humanity, right? life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. That's like what makes a fulfilling life. I mean, Mm -hmm. life is in it, but in order to live a life, you have to be alive. So you're given that right to your life. And everybody just has a different idea of how to obtain that. But it's not like, like conservatives or liberals are trying, or Democrats or Republicans, however you want to fucking phrase it. Nobody's trying to take that away the goal of a happy life everybody just has like a different idea of what that is yeah they means. have
1: a different way of getting it
0: yeah and i'm excluding like racist shit and everything like that because i don't like to tie that to a party i hate when people do that
1: no I and mean, that's the extremist thing that you know i was bringing up yeah you know, there's extremists on the right on the right that are very racist and there're extremists on the left that are completely intolerable of every single
0: little thing. Well yeah, and but the thing is is that like it's it's death by association. Which is one of the reasons why I hate the two party system is because the association now that I mean we've all heard it. We've all heard it it tote around that if you are a Republican or everybody who's racist is a Republican. And I I feel like that's a, n- a very narrow view. Yes, I'm sure there's a statistic that backs that up, considering also for, I think, a, a lot of the racism that happens in this country is in the South. The South is predominantly conservative, so there's an overlap there. But I don't necessarily think those are exactly interchangeable things, being a racist and being a conservative. Do you know what I mean? No. They're not interchangeable. I, I think there's, like, obviously, like a lot of anarchists out there radical radicals constitutionalists, whatever you want to call them not even constitutionalists i'm sorry for that you know what i'm saying right there's like there's many different belief systems that can fall into racism too and i I don't like that it's kind of gotten to the point where you can call somebody a conservative and it's basically calling them a racist too Mm -hmm. because that it's a shutdown of ideas like i don't I'm not going to hate somebody or call them a racist because they want smaller government and less taxes. You know what I mean? Yeah. That doesn't make you an inherently like a bad person because you hold that belief system and you're not going to get that on the left. You're not going to get smaller government, less taxes. That's not the goal there. And that's okay. That That's not the goal. That's like a cool separation of ideas that we have two different ideas of how we're going to get that life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. But people want to shut that down so much. And that's what bothers me because, you know, I, you know me, I'm real, I'm pretty left leaning. I'm, but I'm center. Same with you. Right. Mm-hmm. There's kind of in the center because like I mainly because of the parties though, if the parties were excluded from this, it, my ideologies. Yes. They leaned way more left. Definitely. Because social issues are more important to me than more than like government but that's just because that's how I'm emotionally built I guess you know what I mean yeah. I'm, I'm very empathetic that's though I'm not even saying that's a good thing <laughs> it's just kind of how I function sometimes to my own detriment but I, I don't know it's just a it's a wild world that we live in it is my friend it is
1: uh Yeah, the whole thing is just exhausting to me. (laughs) It really is. And that's why I don't really get into it, just because everyone gets mad, and it's a bunch of anger that's directed at both sides that's going to end up nowhere. Yeah. Because the anger is just going to cause more anger, and it's never going to stop. So I just like to stay in the sidelines and be like, okay, guys, get angry, because I can see from the sidelines that it's not going to help anything.
0: You know what I, I always look at? The reason why I stepped away so much from politics, and this podcast is the pretty much the extent of my... Here's here's how I deal with podca- uh, podcast politics in my everyday life. It's the extent of them is talking to you in private, and other friends in private, or... Donating to charities or voting—that's it. I don't go on Twitter for it. I don't go on um, Facebook and share articles. I don't. I'm not. I don't go out in protest. I don't go out and do these things because, to me, me—I'm not saying everyone else. For me, it's a huge fucking waste of emotional bandwidth. And that is something I learned growing up. Getting bent out of shape about Trump, about conservatives, about liberals, about the two-party system, about voter fraud, about the DNC, about all of the, the inner workings of how things work, getting bills passed, laws changing, Congress, the the... What the hell is it called? Electoral College. All of those things. And then all the scandals that go along with presidential elections and presidents in general and all the articles that are hit and how I, when I was younger, I framed my whole Facebook experience around being liberal. (laughs) And I did too. (laughs) And so now that's all I see on Facebook and on Twitter. And it becomes so mentally exhausting. That's one thing I learned as I was growing up that I was like, I can't do this anymore. It's so fucking exhausting and I I looked at my I kind of just looked at myself and went on my deathbed, when I get older, am I going to be proud that I spent my early part of my life just being frantically obsessed and stressed all the time about the political environment? No. I'm going to I'm going to regret that. I'm wasting my time and my thoughts on dumb shit when people like people in suits are telling me how to think. And I hate it because I never was like that. When I was young and I was super into punk music, it was all about fuck everybody who's telling me what to think. I want to think exactly the opposite of what everybody's telling me to think just because I can't stand people telling me what to do. And then somewhere along the lines, I lost that mentality And as I've been aging a little bit more, I feel like it's coming back a bit because I'm like, fuck that. You know, I I know people love me. I know I do good. I'm not saying I'm perfect, but I know I do good and I want good for people. Yeah. So fuck all of that shit. My politics are going to stay very much into just talking to my very close friends, donations to charities I believe in, and voting. That's it. Yeah. I'm done with all this shit though.
1: I know. So am I. I
0: really hate the fact that
1: on both sides there's just this image that they paint that just like here's what makes you a good person. You need to make you need to make all of these requirements. You need to do be this, be this, be this, be that. And if you if you lack any of those, you're instantly instantly denied on both sides. You're just like, "Nope, sorry. This person's bad." because they, they don't like this or they don't agree with this. We're like, this podcast we're having right now, there's somebody who could listen to this and literally hate us for something that we said or the fact that we're just even just in the middle being like, hey, I just kind of, you know, for one, I can see it from both sides. Two, I'm not trying to start an argument. People are like, fuck you. <laughs> you don't want to start an argument? <laughs> like, dude, really? Yeah. No. It's like, shut the fuck up. Like, just let people be the ones who aren't causing any fucking problems, at least.
0: Right. And I want to do as, as much good as I possibly can in my life. That is one of my biggest goals for my life, is I want to make a positive difference for the world. It's one of the reasons why I donate to charity so often. I just don't tell people about it because it's nobody else's business. Because I don't do it for any reason. And I'm not going to tell people what I donate to. It's entirely... Uh, that's just for me. In fact, I don't even like telling even that I donate because it's not anybody else's business. I do it because I believe that matters. And I feel like so often people donate or do something just strictly for... a r- like Clout? Just, yeah, to say they <laughs> did or whatever. But that's... I feel like that's garbage... I don't know, man, it's just it, it stresses me out. And I just want to my goal is to especially now that I'm doing this podcast, and I know people are out there listening. And thank you to everybody who does listen to this podcast. My goal with this podcast is definitely to just keep trying to make a positive change. And it's not going to happen anytime soon. I know that right now, it's just about entertaining people and enjoying this new process. But as it gains a platform, and as it starts to pick up steam i want to do things positive with this you know i i always i remember always saying this to people who would complain about big businesses a lot right they would go oh these big businesses are evil or whatever they don't pay their employees enough and i'm like well then if you if you think the businesses are so terrible and you're so passionate about this and i wasn't saying this as like a dick move i was just saying If you think those businesses are so terrible, why don't you start a business and do everything right then? Like, why wouldn't you? If you feel that passionately about it, then do it the right way. That's what America's built on. You see somebody doing something wrong in a business, come along and do it better. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like when Blockbuster refused to get into the online movie scene, right? Right at the turn of the century. They, when they refused that, Netflix came in and took over because Netflix started online and they were a very small company that everybody was kind of like, what the fuck? It just sounded like one of those piss in the wind kind of businesses and now everybody knows Netflix because Netflix filled the void where Blockbuster refused to go. And that's kind of the mentality that you got to have. You see a business not doing something right. And yes, I know a lot of people are going to be listening to that and they're going to go, But those big companies—they're all in bed with the politicians that are going to set up, you know, bills that keep your business from getting up to that level. And I know that exists, and that yes, that's something that we need to work on as a country. But people don't even focus on that as like a political thing that matters. That's one of the reasons why I like Bernie because I like the idea of getting money out of politics for those exact reasons—the big businesses and all that shit. But I guess my point essentially is is that. Um, if you, if you have an idea of how things should be better or you want to make a change, I always told people to just go start your own thing. And I'm like, I want to see a change in the world. I got to start my own thing. And that's one of my reasons. I have like 12 goals with this thing. M- a lot of them smaller, one major one. That's like one of my smaller ones and I'm like, Hey, you know, that's another reason why I got to keep doing this. Mm-hmm. And those are the things that keeps me going, doing this. And, you know, yeah, I'd much rather just be laying on the couch after a day at work. But I'm like, I got to come home and I want to yeah, do a let's, podcast. Let's talk. Let's talk. Yeah, because we're going to talk anyways on the couch. We might as well <laughs> yeah. do it on the radio. Right. Yeah. Right.
1: But uh, reverting back to what you just said, I, I agree with that sentiment, of course. Like you should definitely like start your own thing. If you see something that's done wrong, be like, you know, if you're really passionate about it, definitely go and do that. But I also believe that, you know, you know, if you really if it's some kind of actual injustice, then, you know, protesting and, you know, actually getting the word out to whatever the hell is terrible that this company or business is doing is important. And I think that's good for people to do.
0: I agree. But a lot of it is oh, they don't pay their employees enough or yeah, whatever. It's, yeah,
1: I'm, I'm, yeah. of course, the small stuff like that where like I totally well, to me, agree that, you know.
0: Well, listen, here's the thing. I agree that those people should be paid more, but that's not up to me or the employees to decide that. That is the company's job. And if they don't want to pay you enough, then I'm, and this isn't that fucking, fucking tagline conservative thing. Well, We'll go find another job. But it's like, don't work for them because that's what makes a company change. If everybody pulls out,
1: there's nothing wrong with that saying that go find another job. Yeah, seriously. Go find another job.
0: Well, I know, but a lot of like fucking nutsack conservatives will fucking say that. No, I know. You know, those guys that like are just over the top talking points, like, like the, the taglines conservatives. Yeah. That's a good word. for Get a job. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you don't like it. Get another job. And it's just like, you're not adding anything, you know what I mean? Yeah. You're not you're not adding to this conversation of the problem of this. I it's think because
1: they're yelling it. They're like, get a job, get another job, then.
0: Well, yeah,
1: you could do that, but you know, you could also bring it up in a better way.
0: Yeah, <laughs> there's like a lot of that. That's a whole nother topic about like the equation between what companies should pay their employees and like what the fair market has to say about it. That's a whole nother conversation. I don't really feel like getting into it. But I agree. Like, if there's unsafe working conditions or something, there's... Yeah,
1: like some type of actual injustice, then I or do corruption believe... corruption. Yeah.
0: Inside the company that is, like, getting people yes. fired or something for no reason <laughs> that is, like, injustice. I've seen this happen with companies in Manchester, one comes to mind. I'm not going to say it on the podcast. Although I might do an episode on them because they've really fucked over a lot of people and I almost kind of want to have people in here and interview them. But... Okay, what, I'm fucking curious. I'll tell you off the air. But, um, <laughs> okay. but yeah, why not? Stage a coup. Fucking walk out. Protest. Yeah, Get, get that company straight. But at the same time... if they're time- really
1: doing something wrong, then if, if you really bring it to the attention, I'm sure that the majority of the time they're going to get fucked for it. You know? But when it comes to, like you said... Wages and stuff like that—that that is totally up to the employer, and it could be could I think be wrong. You could agree, like, yeah, like you shouldn't pay me that. You should pay me more. It's like, yeah, but this is what they chose, and it's like, seriously. I mean, there's many other things out there. You just really just got to apply yourself,
0: right? And we also have a biasy because we owned a business. And we know what it's like when you are starting a business and you were scraping every dime off the carpet oh, yeah. and putting it in the cash register just to make rent. We know how that is. So could you imagine trying to pay an employee $20 an hour because they raised the minimum wage? No, now I know. You are totally. legally obligated to pay that. Otherwise, you will face fines. That is an extreme stress on small businesses meant to take down big corporations for their unfair pay. Yeah, but
1: small businesses suffer. Yeah. Because obviously Amazon can pay their employees so much fucking money.
0: Right, and that's kind of the argument. But with that, you it businesses, companies and corporations have like a bad name to a lot of people, just in general, like the idea of a business. It's the the distasteful aspect of what consumerism and capitalism has done. It leaves a bad taste in people's mouth, but it's not inherently evil. I mean, fuck. Think about the flower shop that used to be next to Eastwood. You know what I'm saying? That's not evil capitalism. That's a little lady that we love who owns a flower shop. She's running it with her husband and they're just making flowers and selling them and everything. Yes, sure. It's a business, but it's a business at the end of the day. Business is not inherently evil. And I think a lot of the times when you get into the conversation of it's a businesses should pay employees a living wage. And it's like that's not an obligation of the business. So when you put that that one net catches all then you 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 have these instances where they they you know these big corporations that make billions and billions and billions of dollars billions and billions
1: billions billions billions
0: <laughs> they they can obviously pay their employees but they kind of get under the same system it's almost like you know how uh taxes work once you get into a different tax range you have to pay more into the taxes right yeah it should be almost like. When you reach a certain amount of income, just like the tax bracket works, you should be obligated to pay your employees more as a minimum. That that system would work, or fuck, maybe it doesn't. Maybe it doesn't, but that's just an idea I came up with. But nobody wants to have these conversations because conservatives and Democrats can't work together because that seems like something that would meet in the middle. We can protect small businesses so conservatives are happy, right? Because they're all about protecting small businesses and also the the um, democrats can win because they're they want businesses to pay more especially those big companies so they don't get that big because then they start monopolizing markets and crushing small businesses which both conservatives and democrats hate right mm-hmm. so what if we did that where like the higher the bracket of the job the more they're legally obligated to pay like what if amazon was legally obligated to start at $25 an hour
1: then many people
0: would be trying to work at amazon <laughs> Right. But like, if they did that, but then, you know, the flower shop down the street, she only has to pay her employees $7 and 25 cents. So she wants to grab like a high school kid that just graduated, or, you know, he's in his final year and just got his license needs some, you know, money for gas and McDonald's or whatever, taking his girl out on the weekend. You know, that's decent money to do that. But you know, it's not a living wage. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, of there course. could be a compromise here to solve problems, but I feel like everybody just has this closed mindedness to being like, it's either this or nothing.
1: Yeah. I mean, there's, and there may be the reason why that doesn't work, but you know, like well, you that's said, what converse, I'm saying. Conversation.
0: But, the, but I'm saying, like, this conversation imagine you being diehard conservative, me being diehard Democrat. It feels like those conversations can't even exist because everybody would just be like, no, nope, no, you're a fucking idiot. You don't get it. I would, I would I totally expected you to not understand. It, it it becomes like this name calling thing.
1: Yeah, I know. Well, it's just it's black and white with them.
0: There's no gray area. I like how we went right back onto politics from me talking about the reason why I started this podcast because I was I was talking about you know like you should build a business if you want to see <laughs> the world change.
1: Well, I think that this whole podcast is kind of based on politics. We yeah. don't talk about politics ever. So,
0: no, you May and th- me do. That's true,
1: but I guess people never hear about people never hear us talk about politics. Well, that's why I'm, people don't even understand. People don't even know our viewpoints. I don't know who's actually might be curious about it, but
0: I still think most people don't know our viewpoints off of this. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah right. I'm saying I'm left, but people are like, "Those are some conservative ideas you have in there, such as like the idea of like a business being able to pay their employees whatever they want." I agree that that yes, that is technically on the conservative spectrum but i also have many ideas that i disagree with conservatives
1: yeah i mean like you said earlier we're both centrists at the end of the day
0: yeah i think there need, and that's what i think america should be like we, we need to work together and talk to one another and instead of calling people idiots we could be spreading so much more knowledge and we could be solving so many more problems if we were using all our minds we're only using like so little capacity in problem solving. Mm-hmm. What our nation is capable of.
1: I know. I mean, one big problem is that people like to have something to hate.
0: Yeah, but that'll never go away. That's the problem. That'll never go away. You need something to hate.
1: I know. Well, that's that's the whole two party system. You know. They like they 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 like to hate each other. That's and that's that's what Trump is like running his whole present presidency off of. Is like. Like, we hate those Democrats. They're terrible, terrible, terrible people.
0: Crooked, crooked Hillary. (laughs) They're all
1: crooked. We're great. We're wonderful people. But they're terrible people. They want to
0: see America fall. They want it to be a socialist.
1: It's terrible. I mean, it's borderline. It's borderline. Okay. Get this. Communism. Okay. It's borderline. I'm not saying it is. But, it's but you
0: find people who are here tonight. You love this country and you want to see it succeed. <laughs> he says things like that. I'm not even joking. Like I was literally watching. Oh, I know. And, yeah, and I'm literally quoting things that he says. He says like, "You find people here tonight are the reason why this country is still together," and like things like that. Yeah. And I'm like, that's the type of separatism that I'm talking <laughs> about. Like, oh my god, it it's just, stirring the pot. Oh my god, that shit just, mmm, fucking. You know, do you think people will ever be able to get to the point... Remember how we were saying that that people need something to hate? Do you think people will ever get to the point where they hate the divisive nature? (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Do you think they'll ever get to that point where they go, fuck, I actually hate how much I hate my fellow countrymen? Or do you think that that will never become a target of hatred?
1: I think that a big part of it is having the ability to critical critical thinking and I think that I
0: think the internet diminishes that a lot yeah because like a lot of the people that I see sharing how much they hate Trump on every goddamn thing and then uh passive aggressively liking other people's comments and shit like to try to show what side they're on and give that Mm. that leverage in one direction most of those people I know are actually good people and smart but it's like when they log onto social media they just turn on like the orb of confusion from Spongebob (laughs) just go (laughs) like this is what I think because this is what all my friends think so therefore I gotta share this to get my five likes from the same friends that think all the same thing like and I'm not saying like again these people are smart it's just why are you doing that don't do that. Mm-hmm. Because all you're doing is stressing yourself out, too. Yeah, And trust me, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. I'm, I'm speaking purely from my own experience. I know that used to stress me out, and that was the reason I used to share those articles and go log on to Facebook. I felt like a goddamn idiot in an orb of confusion. That's why I'm saying it. I'm not trying to make fun of these people.
1: No, everyone everyone has to go through their phase... Of learning,
0: but then once you come out on the other side and you realize, like, oh my god, I used to share. Like, maybe you see the time hop things on Facebook, and you're like, oh my god, I used to share shit like that. Like, I was so, oh dude, I know wrapped up know. in that.
1: Dude, I remember recently it came up on my time hop back when Barack Obama was running against Mitt Romney, and I like I had this whole long post about why I hate Mitt Romney so much and why Obama should win. And I read it like recently, and I was like. Wow. I was so ignorant back then. And I'm not saying that like Mitt Romney is great, or by any stretch of the imagination, or that his policies are great or anything. But back then, I didn't even think about looking into his policies or even caring. I was just like, oh, Barack Obama's a cool black guy, and they're running against a cool black guy, then they're trying to vote for a white guy. I was like, that must make it... Sorry, am I talking too loud? I keep talking. Okay, yeah, they're running against a... Cool black guy. And I was like, here's a white guy. And I was like, oh, well, they must be like racist for not wanting this black guy to win the presidency. Yeah. I didn't know anything and about And that's oftentimes his what policies. articles told you to think.
0: And not to mention, I was just like, he's like really charismatic. And well, it, I mean, hey, look, look what we saw with Hillary running against Donald Trump. If you didn't support Hillary, then you were sexist. <laughs> I know, dude. Oh my God. But that's, I a, hated that. Dude, that's one of my <laughs> least favorite things about. The Democrats in like that is probably the thing I hate the most is they accuse everybody, including their own side of being sexist, racist, homophobic, whatever, when they don't even give people a fair shake to like explain themselves or again, uh, even teach them. Yeah, but they use it as like a political device to get more votes and it separate more. Oh, and I know. More. And
1: if you're a straight white male, they don't listen to you.
0: Yeah, I, I but again, I don't think a lot of people actually think like that. I think that's the loud minority.
1: <laughs> no, I know. Yeah, I know. I, I know that's the that's the loud minority, but you And
0: know. and honestly, like to be fair, like I know plenty of girls who like will share that kind of stuff. But like you but most of the time it's just some girl who said something snappy on Twitter and it's just more or less funny. And that's why they retweet it, because it's just funny. Listen, I don't like those tweets. I think they're stupid, but I get it that it's just in the name of humor. And one of the things that I always try to remember that do not get upset about humor. Never get upset about humor. If somebody's just using it to be funny, and that's all it is, then that's fine. You know what I mean? So, like, like, yeah, like, if a girl, like, tweets something like, yo, why does, like, every straight white guy dress like this and it's just, like, a funny picture of, like, this most average-looking guy, then I'm like, yeah, that's fu- well, fucking yeah, that funny. Is, that, is, that is funny. But, <laughs> but what I'm saying is that, like, I, I just don't like wrapping that all up into one because you know me. I, I, I hate a lot of those tweets when they're justified to be hated. But not just, like, something at the sake of being humorous. I'm more just trying to clarify for if anybody's listening to be like, I mean, like I share those tweets sometimes. Like they're funny, and it's like we're not talking about those. We're not talking about the funny ones. Like funny ones are cool, whatever. Anything that I mean, I may not find them funny, but anything that's for comedy's sake is okay in my book. Mm -hmm. Funny things are good. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Yeah,
1: and I'm actually like an example. And the reason why I bring that up is because I was on Twitter the other day, and some, some just white guy just posted a comment, and you know. To, uh, against a tweet that was from a, a girl that was obviously clearly very strong-leaning left. And all the comments were, like, typical coming from a straight white man and got, like, a thousand likes.
0: Against you? No, not against me. I'm saying against oh. against just some guy on so Twitter. I Sorry, was, I was looking at my time hop just to see if I could find anything that I could just bring into this. No, I'm support. saying, like... I some, am listening, though. Some,
1: some, like, just some guys, like, you know, gave his opinion, and it wasn't even, like bad like it just you know just gave his opinion and some girls like coming from a straight white man and just got like thousands of likes and just left that guy in the dust and i understand like you said it is definitely like the loud minority and that's but that's the shit on twitter that i fucking hate i'm just like literally you guys just did not just rejected
0: this guy because of the fact that he's a straight white man and honestly one of the things i have to say because i don't know exactly what the subject was that they were commenting on but that may be a valid point. Being a straight white guy, you may not understand or have a super valid opinion because it's a perspective piece, right? But the thing is, is that you can't, you shouldn't, I can't say you can't because obviously she did, but okay, no, you can't write coming from a straight white man with no explanation and expect that to diffuse or resolve a situation. No, it just it just because anger's who, the guy who's who, just trying to have a conversation. And also why don't you just say like, well, hey, from your perspective from being a straight white dude, you may not have experienced these things on which we have to deal with on a day-to-day basis. So, we have to struggle with that and you don't you don't you probably don't understand. And then, like again, it comes to that I mean, he could turn around and be a huge dick because we're in the divisive time. Yeah. So he, just because you give an olive branch doesn't mean somebody else is going to give it yeah. back to you. It just comes but, down to empathy, right? Because like you might be right. Being the straight white guy in that situation yeah. may make it's, you not understand that perspective. Because trust me, there's so many per- like you know, like our like trans friends or non-binary friends tell me things all the time where I'm like, shit, I did not know you had to deal with that. Like I couldn't. Yeah, and of course, of and course. it's like. To be honest, if I didn't have those friends, I'm not totally sure I'd have those views because the thing is, is that you don't understand those perspectives. But that's the beautiful thing about listening to people is you learn new perspectives and you go, oh, shit, I didn't even know anything about that. And making assumptions about people is, you know, the old cliche say makes an ass out of you and me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Assume. You assume anything. And I just think that's a shitty way to go about it. Assumptions but, of the fucking devil, my friend. Yeah. So, I mean, if you can just explain to somebody your point and, like, why they may be wrong, then you guess what? Especially on Twitter, not Excuse only that, me. but people may see that because it may get a lot of likes or whatever. And then you could use that as a teaching point for a lot of people. I mean, dude, I'm not going to lie. That's where I've learned a lot of things is people who actually took the time to explain things. Oh, I to know.
1: Me. And, like, I'm saying in, in this situation, like, this guy can't learn anything.
0: You know what I fucking hate? I fucking hate when somebody makes a comment on Twitter. And I'm not saying this is right or wrong. I'm just saying I fucking hate this. This is my number one thing I hate. When somebody makes a comment on Twitter, like a tweet about something, right? And then somebody comes back. Like, it sounded like that that guy, right? He's, he tried to, like, say something in response, right? Yeah. yeah. And then um, they just go, like, shut up. You're a white, a white straight male or whatever, basically, right? Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, no, seriously. I want to know your point because... Like, uh, now I'm interested, right? They respond back with that. And then the person will respond who originally wrote the tweet will be just like, I don't owe you an explanation unless literally you're going to pay
1: happened. me. It's literally what happened.
0: Yeah. Like,
1: like, I don't owe you an explanation. Like, that's like, yeah, that's. And like, it's like,
0: I agree. You don't owe an explanation. But if you're going to go as far as to say, I don't owe you an explanation, that just seems like a clapback versus like, yeah. It, especially if somebody's coming to you, I think at you that lose at
1: that point. It's like fuck you.
0: Yeah, and especially if you come back with your kind of hat in hand and go, okay, well maybe I was wrong. But, well then, explain to me because like I want to know. And if you're telling me it's because I'm a white straight male, so I have a lousy perspective. I want your perspective then. Yeah. Because then teach me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, yeah,
1: and that's what I'm saying. I'm saying the shit that I hate is the fact that, and I'm not. I'm not like on here being like. Dude, we need to, like, start thinking about the fact that white straight males aren't listened to anymore. I'm not, like, saying that. I'm just saying, like, there's a certain thing on Twitter like that where it's just like, shut the fuck up. Like, you go you go on here saying that everyone deserves a fair chance. Everyone, it's, it's equal, like, you know, feminism, you know, we should all be equal and all this stuff. And then some guy who's just because he's straight and he's white has an opinion and he's not attacking anyone is all of a sudden just instantly rejected by the fact that he's a straight white male. It's like, so what? We're not you're not allowed to have a opinion because of that. Because yeah. it's because they're it's just so fucking ridiculous, it's just the jealousy of being like, oh, fuck you, you're just straight white man. It's like, ugh,
0: but that's the, the thing the is, up. I I don't think they're jealous because I think like the way it goes now is that nobody wants to be a straight white male, not even straight white males. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, and I know. Well, it, it's it's the whole thing. It's like, well, you had your you had your fun. Now it's time for us to have
0: our fun. And listen, <laughs> what I'm is. not one of those people that denies the privilege of a straight white guy. I know it exists. Oh, of course. Like, I know and it I under- exists. And I understand, like, they're, like,
1: trying to diminish it now. But you need to understand that, like, it, like I said before, it's not black and white. We're not just all straight white males with the same exact privilege, the same exact everything. We're all people. We're all humans. We have our own fucking problems. We have we have our own. We have depression. And those are the same people who will go and be like, you know, depression doesn't discriminate. You can be... Rich and have depression. You can be this or that and have depression or whatever. You know what I mean? Being a straight white male means fucking nothing, especially nowadays.
0: Well, yeah, that's the thing. I mean, that, that's why my policy is that, like, you know, I I love I love people. Like, I don't care what gender you are, race you are, ethnicity, religion, whatever you are. I just love people in general. Do you have general. good morals? <laughs> like, that's the that's the. Yeah, yeah, if you have good morals, you're good in my book. Sorry, I'm eating goldfish right now. <laughs> dude, don't eat on the mic. I don't know why I didn't. <laughs> I was like, fuck, dude. And I, they're kind of stale, too. So they're oh, they're
1: really ch- stale. Yeah. But I saw them, and I was like, dude, I need to indulge in goldfish.
0: It's because we finally got a humidifier in here. That's
1: why I'm eating, goldfish?
0: Yeah, and I think the, the point of this... <laughs> no, this, the point of the conversation I'm trying to get is that we should all have a little bit of humidifier. I mean, humility. We should all have a little bit of humidifier.
1: Yeah. Well, dude... We wouldn't be also just dry all the time if we just had a little
0: moisture in our where's lives. Where's your humidity? <laughs> where's your humidity? Dude, you need to start responding to people on Twitter with that. When they say, like, cancel something or whatever, just go, like, where's your humidity? I don't think they're going to find it funny, but... I like no, they're it. not, but I will. i <laughs> always like it. Yo, did you like what I fucking tweeted at you the other day? What? Oh... Uh, when you comment on that girl's thing, you're like, "Let's go get bagels." Yeah, you didn't see what I said back to you. No, I did, but we never even like talked about it. Oh in yeah, person. that was hilarious. Yeah, dude, I love doing. It. I've never actually got to make one of those comments, but you've seen those before, right? When a guy like shoots his shot in the comments, oh, and yeah, then yeah. some other guy, oh yeah, and then, then he
1: tries to like make his friend seem fucking awesome.
0: <laughs> yeah, so, so I was like, "Yo, dude, I got Rob right here." I was just like, "Yo, thanks for letting me use your mansion." Like, uh, I left the keys to your Ferrari on your granite countertops in the kitchen. (laughs) I know. And I was like, no, thank you for taking such great care
1: of my place. And then I just... Well, I was on that business trip in Dubai.
0: And then, like, tell your family, um, I said, hey. And then I I just did the classic, like, boomer response on Facebook. Family says hi. Yep. Family says... I know. I love that. Like, it looks, like, so unemotional. I know. Family says hi like, that's what, like, a mom would write on Facebook. You know, I know. what I mean? Like, tell oh, your yeah. family I said hi and love them with all exclamation points. And then the other person goes, right? Family says yeah. hi. <laughs> <laughs> like, they took all the emotion out of it. They're just like, they say hi. This is funny because I was, I was talking about that in one of the other episodes. I was saying about how um, just that disconnect of watching an older person use Facebook and try to love communicate through messages. It's so funny.
1: And then you look at their profile picture and it's some really up-close... Bad photo of them.
0: Dude, it's like writing is their second language. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> just I like, w- well, like growing up, we learned it just as well as we learned how to talk. We learned how to communicate through text. And I don't mean texting, I mean text. Like how to convey your emotions through words written. But our parents definitely didn't. <laughs> and I also think that there is a weird thing that i think for one i think writing going to change like books like i think it will the whole next generation of writers is going to be so much different because we've been writing so much more i feel like the average kid now or just people around our age are on the level of like skill with just understanding and how to convey emotion i'm not saying like the actual skill of writing And making it sound beautiful but I'm saying being able to convey an emotion through symbols on a page just as well as people who wrote books like a hundred years ago yeah because of how much we practice being able to communicate through words and put a picture in somebody's head by trying to explain something but you can clearly see the generational gap when you watch l- oh, yeah. your parents or anybody older try to write something on Facebook, yeah. and you're like, you don't know how to convey emotions yeah. through words at all. Well,
1: I, think a, I think a big part of this is the fact that because we're, we're, we we're were you know, such a big part of the whole texting generation, we all grew up in it. So like we've created this emotion through texting that we see when somebody texts us. They were like, "Oh, this is how they're saying it. This isn't how they're saying it." Yeah, when words the old, when mean the, nothing. When the like... older generations speak, they just like, "Oh, this is how I say. This is how I say it. This is how I'm, I mean it." Like they don't. They're not like thinking like, "Huh, how should I say this to make it seem like I mean it?" And they're gonna take it in a way that like,
0: "This is exactly what I mean." And also, do you ever notice that like older generations are way more likely to say like, if you're trying to be like. Yeah, well, no, I was talking to her, I wrote, uh, I said this to her, and then they're like, I know, I know my dad says this to me, and he, he's a, he'll be like, oh, well, why don't you just talk to her in person about this? Like, it, it seems like you lose a lot, and it's like, yes, but the words I'm saying to you, the way I wrote them, make more sense, and I agree, the best thing to do is face-to-face, but yep, absolutely. I'm like, it's not like you wrote this. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's not just saying these words. I put commas in different spots to emphasize this. Periods here, pauses there, maybe an emoji there or whatever to make this feel like I am saying this with my face. Yeah, and it's weird because from texting and
1: for fucking how long? How long have we been like actually texting for? Like when was the I'd say like 13, 14.
0: I remember the so first like 10 years. I maybe the, I remember the first person I sent a text message to Ashley Zeckley. Oh, really? First person I sent a text message to. I remember getting my phone and then uh, I had her number from something. And then I just remember as soon as I got it, I just sent her a text like, hey, got a phone. I think that was like my first text message. I think I actually remember that. Yeah. I
1: actually, I really know. I, I really do remember that. I remember like, dude, I texted Ashley Zeckley, and I was like, you texted? <laughs> I wasn't like, you texted Ashley Zeckley, you texted? Yeah, exactly, because <laughs> I, I never had a phone before. I you, think, I, yeah, I think we were like... Eighth grade. Yeah, 13 or 14. I was eighth grade because Mr. was a freshman when she got hers. I, was I remember eighth. the first girl I texted. Who? Caitlin Petro. <laughs> really? Yep. God damn. Do we have to like blurt out like names in this? No, fuck that.
0: <laughs> dude, I say a bunch of people's names.
1: Well, that was the first girl I texted. I'm probably texting you like my mom when I texted you, but like that was the first like
0: No, my first text message. Oh, really? Yeah, okay, I had so, never seen so like
1: text your mom or your dad. You
0: just nope, instantly dude. went to that girl. <laughs> dude, I was a fucking old school romantic. I had a crush on her, so I just uh I busted that phone out of the box and sent it right over. No, that was a buzz sound I tried to make. No, that was a fart sound that I made.
1: (laughs) But, uh, shit, what were we talking about? Yeah, so the whole disconnect with the older generation. We don't have that. Whenever I I get a text from a girl or anyone, I, like, see the emotion in their face and, like, I picture how they say it, which I know it could be a detriment. Like, you probably shouldn't do that because then you critically think exactly, you critically think what they're saying to you. And that's why we overthink things. We're like, oh, well, they didn't add an emoji at the end of it. So they must not be that excited about it. When in reality, the person probably just sent a quick text. Or they just don't
0: even view it in the same way that you view it. The funny thing is, is that actually now that I've gotten older, maybe it is just a generational thing. Maybe it actually, because we're going to be the first generation. It's not going to be weird. We're going to be like the first generation that grew up with texting. Yeah. That actually we're like going really, to know. Like a big part of it, yeah. Like the f- first in human history. Mm hmm. And, but as I've gotten older, I've, I've noticed like 100%. Like, you know, if I'm gonna be like, um, if I'm gonna hang out with somebody, let's, let's say, like, oh, like me and Sammy are gonna go get coffee or something, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's not like, um, like, on my way with like a bunch of smiley faces, like, when you're like 14 or 15 to like convey to somebody (laughs) or even like six years ago, it's not even like that. It's just kind of, it just says on my way. And like most of my conversations with my friends are dry. Oh yeah. Especially with, yeah. Like you and I, the only time I ever put a little bit of emphasis on things is if it's somebody that like, I'm interested in like dating just because like, Unfortunately, the way to kind of get to know each other now is like through social media and through messages that you kind of had to add like a little bit of, a little bit of bazzaz yeah, on I was it, flair. Yeah, a little bit of flair just to kind of like say like these are the things that I find funny. These are the this is my sense of humor, or these are the things that bum me out. You need to kind of convey some of that stuff so they're kind of learning about you a little bit, at least. A little bit. You shouldn't conduct your relationship like that. But when you're just shooting the shit, like small talk, right, over text, you should at least, like, communicate the things that you find funny and not. But, I like, I could be dying laughing and not even respond with, like, a ha-ha or an LOL or anything. I'll yeah. just – sometimes I'll just respond with another joke back. Damn it, TikTok. Follow me on TikTok. Do you, me- do you remember
1: um, – I mean – we still do this sometimes. But I remember this is definitely way more prominent when we were younger. That when you used to like text a girl and you know that because she didn't put sm- she's not adding smiley faces or she's not doing this or that, that she's like mad at you or not interested anymore. And it was like a clear indicator back then where you're just like, oh, she's not doing that anymore.
0: Okay. It, <laughs> it either meant one of two things. She was no longer interested in you. Or she wanted you to ask what's wrong. Oh, yeah. that's If if you said hey. It was either a signal that she's not. Yeah, exactly. If you said hey every single day and she always responded with hey with a smiley face. And then one day you say hey and she she goes hey or hi. It was always (laughs) hi. Hi with a period. (laughs) Then it's you have to bust out the what's wrong. And I sure shit this is still the formula I guarantee it you can ask any young kid this is still the formula. you go what's wrong because people never change people never change war never changes. you go what's wrong and she goes nothing period <laughs> she wants you to pry at it dude she wants you to show she wants you to show up and be committed to finding out what's wrong. but what I would always do is just go okay. And then I would be like, fuck it, I'm going skating. Fuck this girl. Oh, I know. <laughs> I remember like growing, I'm going through that so many times, being like, I'm not dealing with this. Sh- shut up. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't either. Because if a girl's texting you like that, you bring your phone to the skate session, dude, fuck it, you're not going to have a good time. No, we
1: have, we've had many of those days. I remember yeah, you're that. You're not
0: going to have a good time. Oh, my God, being at the skate
1: park with your phone, be like, I'd be like, dude, what does she mean here? What, what is she saying? Why is she saying this
0: to me? Like, is she mad? Yeah, dude, guys are so fucking clueless. It's a, it's the white male privilege, dude. When you got white male privilege, you don't know what's going on. That's the craziest part. You have all this privilege, but you have no idea what's yeah, actually you're comple- happening. You're a complete fucking idiot. Yeah, because we're fucking idiots, dude. Oh, Fuck. Did we Straight compare- white males? Dude, have you ever heard of sleep apnea?
1: Is that's, that like that's when white guys Is stop that like- breathing when they're
0: sleeping.
1: <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. I thought you were gonna say it was like sleep cream that you put on your face to like
0: Clear some acne, something. Yeah, no, sleep apnea is when white guys stop breathing when they're sleeping because we're so dumb that we forget how to do it. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Yo, let's take, um, let's take a break real quick because I want to smoke a button. If you got to take a piss or anything, just, <laughs> we're, we're at an hour or so. I had this idea when uh, D. Willie was over. Speaking of like what we were saying off the break. I want to set up a Patreon for the podcast, right, with different tiers. One of the tiers is going to be when we take that break, because I don't want to get rid of the break. I get it that a lot of podcasts don't do breaks because they don't want to ruin the flow of conversation. But I actually kind of like it because it's kind of like a way to... When we
1: take a break, you take a
0: break, too. Well, well, not just (laughs) that, but it's kind of a way to take the pressure off for a minute because I always notice the second half seems to be better in most podcasts. It's kind of like they get a chance to like kind of take the pressure off, go take a piss, maybe smoke a cigarette and relax a minute now that they kind of get the feel for it. So it's almost kind of like the second time they do a podcast then Mm -hmm. because they come in and then all of a sudden they're a lot more comfortable and relaxed. But I had this idea because I'm going to do a Patreon. I came up with this idea with Willie. We normally continue com- have coming conversations like, you know, when I'm out smoking a cigarette or in the kitchen or something. So the very second I stop the podcast, I'm going to be recording on my phone and just take it with us. And whatever conversation that we have, it's not going to be the best audio, but people can pick up where that left off and whatever conversations we're having outside or whatever can just be a continuation, you'll be able to get that through the Patreon.
1: Oh, okay. So it's like a privilege to have that. It, like, it's yeah, not just something you're just going to give. People are going to no, gonna no, no, pay no. for that. You, you'll <laughs> get like a
0: sticker pack monthly, and you'll get the access to that for like $10 a month. You know what I mean? Yeah. You'll get like a cool like sticker pack with like off-the-rail stickers, maybe other art that I designed like stickers. That's what I was thinking because a sticker pack super easy. And then just the ability to have access to that. Because I think it would be fun because it's a lot of stuff that we normally wouldn't say on the podcast or whatever. Like, just more like, you know, like, how are you and how do you like the podcast so far? Like, are you enjoying yourself? Are you comfortable? Or. You know, or maybe even they elaborate on something that they mentioned on the podcast, but they didn't feel like they wanted to go in that much towards it. Obviously, I'm going to disclose to the people that like you're going to you're going to still be recorded on the break. But it's just kind of more of like only dedicated people are going to be listening to this. It's not the average audience. And -hmm. you don't have to worry when you share this episode that people are going to hear this part. It's more of like kind of like a behind the scenes thing, if you will. And maybe, cool. maybe I'll do it as a video. I don't know. You know what I mean? Maybe it's a video instead. Yeah. But that was like my idea. I had that, that thought process because when you said like behind, uh, at, during the break, you were talking about how you feel like you don't have enough poise. No, but, I
1: was saying, actually, you were saying, I didn't say that.
0: No, I know. But if you, if you <laughs> paid the $10 a month, you'd be able to hear that. Go to my Patreon at, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't have it set up yet. Although that would be a perfect plug. Yeah, You but look nervous over there. Are you all right?
1: I'm really nervous right now.
0: Are you just like a hyper focused now on what you're trying to say? No. You seem it. <laughs> I'm just kidding, dude. No, I'm just fidgety. I'm not actually nervous. <laughs> I don't know. You seem like as soon as a microphone's in front of you, you feel like you're... Uh, it, I, I could imagine that you, your mind is kind of working like I'm about to record a part of a song and I'm just That's talking.
1: That's the only time a microphone's ever been like in my face... I don't, I don't just talk at a microphone. I have a microphone. I'm like, okay. I have the fucking engineer being like, okay, you ready? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. And I'm like, hold on a sec. I got
0: to clear my throat.
1: <clears> throat. All right.
0: It's weird because this is the only experience that I have with a microphone is talking into it. Yeah. And I feel super comfortable with it now. I I'm mean, fine. I'm not actually nervous. I like, am fine. Yeah, I'm, but you, I, you, but you don't seem comfortable. That's the difference. 'Cause like when we were out in the kitchen and we were talking, you seem comfortable. You don't seem comfortable yet. But we'll get you there because you're gonna do this all the time.
1: How do I make myself feel comfortable? Do, like do I, am I comfortable right now?
0: Well you were Do I sound comfortable to you? You're the one who kinda mentioned am it I to me. Am I comfortable? You were the one who kinda mentioned it to me and I was just like, Well, considering you brought this up, then yeah, yeah, yeah you don't seem super you don't seem like the guy I know off the mic is what I'm saying. I'm not saying like any of your ideas or anything are different. I'm saying like the way that you talk is different. And granted, the way I talk is probably different, That that's also because I'm trying to project the lower part of my voice. The because, actual way I talk, like my voice? Yeah, it just seems like you you project different and you... Um build your phrases differently it feels like you try to be you know hmm. i'm trying to think about how to build this phrase i don't know it just doesn't seem like i'm talking to you it feels like i'm t- I'm talking to like a podcast version of rob <laughs> if that makes any sense well you are <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, yeah it's because you're right in my ear dude that's probably where you're getting that from. Have though. you listened to JB's uh, podcast, Torn Between Two Brothers? No. That's what I was listening to earlier. I was listening to the live version of it. I want to go on that fucking show so bad. Me and JB are like in the talks of it right now. But you're not their brother. Well, you need to start doing a podcast with me more often. So that way you are like my Torn Between Two Brothers. Because then what we can do is we can have JB bring his two mics we can have my two mics hooked up, and then he can bring his brother, and then you can sit on this side of the table with me, and they can sit over there, and then we can fucking go at it, and they can they can see the best version of podcast Rob that there is. You know what I mean? <laughs> you can show them how to do
1: it. I mean, I'm doing a, I'm learning how to do a lot of things recently, man. I'm learning how to podcast, I'm learning how to box, I'm
0: learning how to give people money. Yeah, in three days, I'm not even gonna know who you are anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you got a job at a bank you're a boxer you're a podcaster you're a midnight toker dude you're all of them yeah man but the one thing that i wish i was
1: i still was and that's a ballerina
0: oh fuck yeah dude you know what you kind of look like elon musk when you're on the mic you kind of look like you're worried about your stocks well i am oh that's what it is but
1: As a compliment, I guess.
0: Well, it wasn't supposed to be an insult.
1: Okay. (sighs) Well, this whole second half is dedicated to me loosening
0: up. Dude, I can't believe how close spring is. I know. It doesn't feel kind of... Okay, did the winter feel long or short to you? Dude, the winter
1: hasn't even started to me. Because I haven't even paid attention to it. As weird as that sounds. And I think a part of that is because it, we had like one snowstorm.
0: And not only that, but we moved. And we moved. Right. And here's so why we were getting used to this place. Like time was kind of flying because we were kind of getting, we were focused on getting used to living here. Yeah. That we never even really acknowledged winter. No. Although I still fucking hate it. And oh, I, I still for fucking spring. despise it. But it feels like we're supposed to have another four months of it, doesn't it? It doesn't feel like it's it's, febu- it's February. Yeah. That's amazing. And the first week's pretty much over. Ah, man. Three weeks and we're like out of winter. That's great. Jesus Christ, way to peak the mic, dude. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's awesome,
1: though. I'm so excited to go out and fucking skateboard and...
0: Well, that's about it. That's about the only thing that I do. So I guess I I think one of the things that we should do is probably check in on our goals. Yeah. Do you remember even the goals that you set for yourself on the last podcast? Did you listen to it? Um, start boxing. Right? I don't even think that was on there. That was definitely on there. Oh, uh, maybe it was. It was on there. I remember, like, doing the music thing was pretty much like... The, yeah, the, that's your, like... Your antithesis. My antithesis. antithesis, antithesis your antithesis. antithesis. Of that podcast, though. Yeah. So that's in the works. How's that going? I mean, you guys were here the other night playing music. Uh, I'm still torn Between two brothers? I love that <laughs> podcast.
1: Yeah, dude. You're going to keep plugging JB over here, huh?
0: Dude, I'm going to plug him until he plugs in here, if you feel me. <laughs> yep.
1: Um, yeah, me and Brenda were just... Screwing around on acoustic guitar. We're we're kind of thinking about doing a folk project,
0: and well, guys, we're gonna see where that goes. I don't know. I don't know. I heard you guys screaming and yelling and singing. So, I, did you come up with anything good? We came up uh, some. Brendan seemed like he was pretty uh, happy about it. Well, Brendan's always happy. Oh. That's what I love about that guy. Well, it's mainly because you guys had Bud Lights out there. (laughs) He had a 30-rack. Yeah, you're right. That is
1: when Brendan's happy, if there's beer in front of him. Specifically cheap beer in front of him.
0: Oh, yeah, dude. I don't think he would be near it. Is there any deals going on tonight for beer, by the way? Yeah, Murphy's. $1 draft night. Oh, is that
1: tonight? Yeah. Dude, it's only 10 We should go. Brendan just hit me up. He was like, yeah, we're going if you want to come. I mean, I'm down. I don't have work tomorrow, so. Dude, I don't want people to see that my neck broke out in pimples. (laughs)
0: Oh. Yeah. Yeah, no. I don't really have anything to say about that except for. Sorry. Peace be with you when you're going through the puberty. (laughs) Dude, I'm going to draw your cartoon character for this uh, clip with a bunch (laughs) of zits on his neck. (laughs) Please do. (laughs)
1: Yeah, just for the listeners right now who don't actually see my face. I, my, my
0: dude, neck, We have two podcasts of you farting in here. Did you know that? Actually farting? Yeah, we have the one with Ross where you just rip ass in it. <laughs> did I really? Yeah. But I was hammered. And then the same thing with Zach when you were leaving. You <laughs> ripped ass. And and then I'm pretty sure Zach's like, oh, dude, did you just rip ass? And I'm like, yeah, Rob does that when he leaves the studio. <laughs> that's gonna be like your symbol from now on I'll take it (laughs) hey man you gotta be known for something on this cast dude yeah but uh there's another thing I was thinking about earlier I don't know if I should bring it up what I mean dude worst case scenario we cut it out like literally I can just cut it out okay I don't really like you that much oh well I'm glad we clipped out that whole part because he just went on like, he just went on a whole tirade for about 20 minutes about how much I've betrayed his friendship and how he's blaming me for the acne on his neck, which I <laughs> I don't blame him because I've been... <laughs> I've been pretty pubescent with you. That's all I'm trying to say. Dude, you know what they used to call us back in high school? The pubescent brothers. That's not what they called us. It's not. No, they called us the pubescent professionals. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. <laughs> <laughs> no, whenever I whenever I see Rob, I'll do some immature thing. Like I'll um, I'll I'll draw a dick on his back while he's making eggs. <laughs> while he's making out. <laughs> 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 well, he's making out <laughs> Well, I'm making out with some chick I'll draw a dick on my back
1: right? maybe we said dick on my back?
0: yeah but the chick's not gonna do that I'm doing that no, so, I know
1: that's what I said you were gonna do that
0: yeah yeah so when you're making out with a chick I'm just coming over and I'm like you know don't mind me I'm I'm wearing a strange outfit but I'm just here to draw a dick on Rob's back and then I look at her and I said don't mind him he's just here to draw a strange dick on my back and then you tell her it's because you're re- really immature yeah,
1: but and, before that, they're already very aware of that, so I don't have to say anything. They're just
0: like, and then and why then, am I making out with this and guy? And then she's so like, immature. She's like giving you like a strange look. She's like, what? And then all of a sudden, she like darts her eyes at your face and then goes, "Oh my god, do you have acne on your neck!" <laughs> and she's like, "I didn't know I was making out with a thirteen-year-old." And I said, "Yeah, baby, that's called puberty." And then I tell her, "I'm like, you better stay off Twitter. I'm about to cancel your ass." He's 13. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Don't you see the acne on his neck? He doesn't even have any facial hair." He's 13, you fucking pedophile! Yeah, you freaking creepazoid! Yeah, Jesus dude. Christ! Yeah, dude,
1: I've I've outed every single girl I've I've hooked up with. I'm like, you realize what you just did, right? They're like, what? And I'm like... You just made out with an acne boy. And they're like, crap. And you walk in with a Sharpie and you're like, turn around, boy. I'm going to draw a dick on your neck, your back.
0: Yeah, and it's only okay because I'm 14, so I have to assert my dominance as an 8th grader on him. Yep, I am in 7th grade. Yeah, he's in 7th grade. He's still taking um, intro to puberty. Methamphetamines. Oh, they teach that? Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure by the looks of your neck you're still an intro to puberty. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Hairless and full zits. <laughs> hey man, at least it's just my neck. Yeah, dude, how are we going to go get $1 drafts with that? They're going to be like they're going to be like, "Can I see an idea? Never mind. Get out of here. Are
1: those pimples?
0: <laughs> are those pimples?
1: yeah <laughs> dude I'm gonna need some I need, I'm gonna need second form of identif- I can't even fucking talk right now <laughs> and the dude is like second
0: form of identification you're like I have my receipt from ordering proactive does that count sir <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna need you to step up before
1: I call your mom oh my god please don't call mommy
0: <laughs> we don't know Come call mommy <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ We're on an hour and a half Do you want to call it here and go grab some beer somewhere Or do you want to Do you want to do longer
1: I don't know I think we're being pretty funny right now to be honest
0: Dude I'm always in a little bit of a funny mode I kind of want the second part of this podcast To just be the
1: podcast To be honest Why you don't like the first part It's just really serious I feel like that's a very targeted demographic We're going to need to Send that to... People need to
0: just listen to us joke around about bullshit. Dude, the best person to do that with is Stork. (sighs) I love fucking with Stork on this podcast. I know. What? What the hell? (laughs) I could
1: do that too, you know.
0: (laughs) What? What the hell? What? What the... Are you fucking kidding me? How do you really think that? Oh, dude. I love... Who's there, Terry! Ooosday. <laughs> <Who's there? laughs> that shit killed me. Dude, there's so many funny points in that podcast. Have you listened to that one yet? I gotta listen to all of them. That one's I think my favorite. But then again, I'm not we're not fucked up, man.
1: We're we're sober. Speak for yourself. Speak for yourself. But um
0: You have pretty high tolerance for a 13 year old.
1: Yeah, man, I mean... What are mean, you
0: doing, trying to strangle your wrist?
1: I'm really depressed. About what? My
0: zits. It's probably just hormones, dude. Yeah, dude. I got
1: school tomorrow, though. Um, I'm gonna th- I'm thinking about asking a uh, little Tiffany out tomorrow. All right, Chris Hansen. <laughs> <laughs> you mean... You're Chris Hansen, and I'm. <laughs> Take a seat. I'm already sitting. <laughs> Coming to my pod. Imagine if Chris Hansen had a podcast. He like brings he brings the like pedophiles into his like podcast room and just has an hour and a half long conversation
0: with them about like what their intentions are. Dude, imagine <laughs> getting interviewed by Chris Hansen, and then you walk into his studio like. Obviously, you're not a pedophile. You're just like a celebrity or an entertainer of some kind. You, you just walk into this podcast room, and he just goes, take a seat. <laughs> right there. What are you doing here? What was your intentions? <laughs> you know what I mean? Did you bring condoms? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I didn't really think that that's where this is heading, Chris. Oh, it is. <laughs> we were just having a conversation. God damn it. I have some messages here. Yes, I'll be there in a few minutes. Excited to talk to you. It's going to be
0: a great podcast. (laughs) Can you explain these to me? (laughs) They're with you. (laughs) I thought I was coming here to do a podcast. See, that's where you went wrong. Dude, honestly, that would be genius. He should do that. Chris Anson's one of my favorite people, dude. What a fucking awesome dude. He's dedicated his life to catching
1: predators. (laughs) What a guy. But that's what I'm saying, dude. That's,
0: like, fucking awesome, man. Yeah, and he's been doing it since, like, the early 90s. <laughs> yeah, he's caught in, like, over 200 people. Really? I thought it was more. Well, he that's what he always says. He's like, I'm Chris Hansen. I've caught in over 200 child predators. That's, like, his, like, tagline. So he's just stuck there? That's his tagline now? Even if... Well, no, he says over 200, so it's good for a couple of years. (laughs) (laughs) You can catch a few more. Chris,
1: you understand you're at 800 now. You could say probably over more than 200 now. Yeah,
0: you can say over 700 now. (laughs) It's like, no, I'm Chris Hansen. It's always over 200. Always over 200. I mean, you're not wrong. It's over 200, but, like, come on. (laughs) <laughs> I He was like, I'm Chris Hansen. I've caught over five child predators. <laughs> but the, wait, wait, it's think about wrong. that. But think about that. That would actually be kind of impressive if you were just a normal guy at a bar. If you were like, I've caught five child predators, people would be like, damn, good for you. But Chris Hansen were like, five? That's it, dude? Come on. You're like the guy. <laughs> you're supposed to be really good at this. No,
1: listen to me. I said, over five. Oh, well, you could make the number
0: a little higher then. I mean, he's not going to catch anything over 18. Ooh. Hey. Did you know that Chris Hansen's girlfriend's 18 years old? (laughs) Could you imagine? (laughs) He'll be so fucked up. He's like in his mid-50s. He's like like pretty drunk in his bedroom, and he's just looking in the mirror, and he's just like, take a seat. (laughs) Did you know that she's 18 years old? (laughs) He just said that to himself. (laughs) She's legal. Oh, my God, Chris really <laughs> Yeah uh, I wouldn't support him if that was the case. He's an
1: old man. Nope. He's too old. He should be going for people who were in
0: their late 70s. My brain is so scattered right now. It's ever since you told me that there was $1 draft night. Yeah, let's go. As long as you don't
1: tell any about anybody about my pimples,
0: I'm wearing. I'm are, wearing you, are you gonna wear a
1: turtleneck? I was gonna say I'm wearing a turtleneck when I go.
0: <laughs> Why are you wearing a turtleneck? You got pimples, boy. <laughs> yeah, dude. That, I'm. I'm probably gonna say that. <laughs> I'm gonna be like talking to a girl at the bar,
1: and you'll be like, you're like, hey, Rob, you're like, what? And he's like, pull my pull the, the turtleneck down, just.
0: Like, look what you're talking <laughs> who you're talking to right now. <laughs> Ooh, you got pimples on your neck. Yeah, if he can hide that behind... I didn't a-
1: want you to know.
0: Yeah, if he can hide that behind a turtleneck, just imagine what he's hiding in his phone. Take a seat. <laughs> Take a seat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, dude. I don't know. All of a sudden, like I just got hit with a wave of tiredness, but that kind of makes me want to go
1: have a few beers.
0: All my energy's gone. I've drank almost this whole glass of
1: glass of wine. <laughs> I've drank almost this whole glass of wine, this whole bottle of wine.
0: I feel like Charlie Moore. Dude, I'm trying to figure out with the podcast. Me and Stork were talking about like, remember how I told you that we we were kind of doing like that Twitter shit thing. Mm-hmm where I pull tweets that I think are dumb as shit and then, like, talk about it. Yeah. I really like that way that was. But the one thing I'm, like, having trouble with is I go, well, if I do that, that's going to be... It. Jesus Christ, I'm so sorry. I am so sorry. Jesus. Um, <sighs> I'm so conflicted on whether I make that an <sighs> actual, like, thing moving forward and maybe even doing it like with you once a week, not just not necessarily the Twitter thing, but it doing more of like, you know, topics to talk about or whatever a lot. Like how like King in the staying and like J- JB with his torn between two brothers does things like they use that as like a topic of conversation. Cause there's a lot to talk about. And I like that format and that format obviously won't work for guests. I don't want to do that for guests because there's enough to talk about with guests as I don't see those people very often, but like things like you and me, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. I can't decide if I want to do it or not because honestly, I don't really like when podcasts like play games or use like subject things, but it is a great way to segue into conversation. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I know from me
1: personally, all the podcasts that I subscribe to are all... Based on a
0: theme or something. Well, you like all those, like, men self-help things, where they tell you how to get rid of pimples on your neck. (laughs) (laughs) You got me. Like, in today's episode, we're going to discover how young men get away from pimples on their neck, and talk to that woman that you've always seen across the bar. (laughs) But first, it starts with having a clear neck. And today's guest is Jocko Wilmick. Hey, what's going on, guys? (laughs) You need to get rid of the pimples. They're invading your personal space. Your personal space is what is in the forefront. What is in the forefront is your face. I, you, you do a better Jocko Welnick. That was more of a Dan Bauer that I just did. <laughs> if you're on the front lines, you cannot have anything that is obstructing the enemy's view. Wait, I want to go back and listen to it real quick. I just wanted to listen to that. And yeah, I sound way more like Dan Bauer than Jocko Welnick. I need to. That's what it is. Yeah. I, need, I need to have this cadence. more deep yeah. sound to my voice. And pauses. I can't and, do it. My voice is like a whoo. pauses. You cannot have pimples on the forefront of the enemy battlefield. It
1: is going to obstruct the view of the enemy.
0: Oh, uh, Jogger Willman. Thank you for joining me on this podcast today.
1: Pleasure's all mine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but, sir... But, sir, I cannot tell you how happy I am to be in the podcast with the old president of the United States of America. Uh, well, Kiff, it's, uh, it's a real pleasure uh, to have you on the podcast. The pleasure's all mine, sir. Now, I want to uh, ask you, uh, how long have you, uh... <laughs> I just keep going, to. Uh... <laughs> Sir, can you please tell me how to get away from neck acne? You need to... (laughs) Dude, my my voice feels too lazy to do impressions right now. Ah, Dude, I'm I'm in the impression mood right now. Just give me some impressions. I want to start. I'm going to...
1: I'm going to go off the rails right now, with some impressions. Why do I have to
0: decide them for you? Why don't we talk about something else? Let's talk about our love life. <laughs>
1: poor oh God, life. This is going to be a really pouring conversation.
0: <laughs> why, you don't have anything to say about how much you love life?
1: It, yeah, like, the fact that I, the reason why I don't love life is because I don't have a love life.
0: Yeah, dude. I, dude, I had a nightmare last night that I was dating a girl that I had dated in the past. I don't want to say her fucking name. But um Can I guess? No. <laughs> but I had a dream I was dating her and I was miserable. Like it was like a nightmare. I keep having like these stress nightmares about these weird situations. I've been telling you them. I need to get in the habit of like waking up and just doing a podcast after I have a dream if I don't have work that day and just explaining everything in my dream. (laughs) But they always involve everybody in my life, and I don't want people to be like, oh, you were dreaming about me? And it's like, rest assured, if I'm dreaming about you, it's normally a bad thing. (laughs) Everybody's (laughs) an asshole in my dreams. They're either trying to kill me or make my life miserable. But it was a horrible fucking dream. Like, I was so stressed out that I woke up, and as soon as I woke up, I checked my phone, and I was terrified to see a text message from that girl, like, as if we were still in a relationship. And I was so relieved to be like, oh, my God, thank God. Thank God it was just a dream. Thank God it was just a dream. How are your dreams been lately? Anything good? What was my dream last night? See, I fucking forget
1: them so quickly.
0: Just make one up then. (laughs) I mean, that's all dreams are anyways. Nobody's going to be like, that's not true. (laughs) (laughs) I
1: know. Unless it was like that SpongeBob episode where... um, He keeps hopping into people's dreams. Yeah, he's hopping from dream to dream. Well, you don't do that, do you? Dream hop? Yeah, dude. You'll get canceled on Twitter for doing that. Oh, dude, I dream hop all the time, man. That's fucked up, dude. Yeah, dude, I get the best... Best night's sleep when I'm dream hopping. That's it. I'm drawing a penis on
0: your back later. Oh, please do. You fucking psycho. Dirty little whore. Don't call me that, dude. I support whores. Support whores. Four whores and seven years ago.
1: Don't start wars. Support whores.
0: World whore three. <laughs> to be honest though these are the types of podcasts that I normally enjoy listening to is when people are just fucking shooting the shit because I'm like oh this is gonna make time go by (laughs) you know what I mean yeah but now that you're bringing it up it's like this is what makes it bad you're like
1: oh this is what I like about the podcast why
0: did you just go into super radio mode right there you just like tilted your head like (laughs) you tilted your head like an Australian uh, radio interviewer you're just like so tell me more about what's going on here (laughs) Uh, uh, I could do that more often, you know, if it makes it more exciting. Dude, if you keep doing that, dude, you might get some more acne with your fucking neck twisting like that, bro. Come on. <laughs> it, I. It literally looks like um. It looks like a Monterey eel, bit your the neck. What is a
1: Monterey eel?
0: You don't know what a Monterey eel is. I know what an eel is. It's pretty much that with a Monterey in front of it. <laughs> oh. Okay. What's a Monterey? Um, it means it has two mouths. <laughs> uh, Monterey eels have two mouths. Gross. They have like a little mouth inside their mouth. Gross. You think so? Well, that's what it looks like you got bit by. Have you been swimming in Dara Pond again? <laughs>
1: again, yeah. Yeah, I actually have.
0: I told you, you got to stop doing that. I know you have an addiction towards it.
1: You're not even looking at me in the eyes. You're just looking at my
0: neck. <laughs> dude, I can't. And it's st- making me really uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. <laughs> it's so funny how like. Dude, it reminds me of the Austin Powers like mole, 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 mole. <laughs> That's all he can say. <laughs> That's all I feel right now. Because, the, okay, if everybody saw them right now, they would understand what I'm talking about. Because this isn't even gross. It's not gross. It's interesting. <laughs> because you have no zits anywhere. But you got three ones the size of, like, the, uh, the tip of an eraser on a Ticonderoga pencil. Like, that size. All within a one-inch cluster. <laughs> like, so making a perfect triangle on your neck. All in one spot. And it's so strange. I <laughs> know. I don't get it. Because I've never seen a pimple on your neck, ever. I've never had a pimple on my neck. Yeah, dude. That's what I'm saying. That's why it's so interesting. I don't know what so you, it. so you can say like, "Oh yeah, dude, it's making me uncomfortable that you're looking at it." But honestly, I'm just intrigued. It looks like somebody. It looks like God came right down and said, "You know what? I forgot. I forgot to add another constellation. I'm going to put it right down Rob <laughs> O'Neill's neck." That's what it looks like. He's like, he's like, you know what I call that? I, he's like, I call that um, O'Neillius Six, and it's um, it's for people who are born in mid-January. That's what it's for. I wish I got a verse in the Bible called Onelius 6. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's of your band. <laughs> Onelius 6. Dude, it sounds like you guys would make uh, ski jumping music. Ski jumping? But like, and they're like, opening up the Winter Olympics is Onelius 6. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would like that. <laughs> what do you keep <laughs> laughing like that? <laughs> dude, it really sounds like you're going through the puber day, dude. I'm just trying to get into character. Dude, day by day, I'm going through that puber day.
1: Okay, so I have a constellation on my neck. I guess that'd be, that, that's a cool way to, you know, start conversation with somebody, you know? if I, a I Conversation
0: a about constellations on the neck? Yeah. No,
1: but it's like, if I, like If I see a pretty girl at the bar, I'm like, hey, do you like constellations? And, she, and she'll be like, I mean, I guess. And I'll be like, do you want to see one? And she'll be like, where? And I'll be like, on my neck.
0: And then she's going <laughs> to... You could also just go up to her and say, hey, what's going on? And then if she if she seems uninterested, you'd be like, I'm sorry if I'm a pain in the neck. I got a couple pimples on my neck. <laughs> <laughs> wow. On that note. i <sighs> so sorry. Why does everybody... Dude, every single time I have a Bluetooth keyboard, somebody <laughs> spills something on it. That's my third one, and I guarantee you that will actually kill it. It's not dude, it, kill it, dude. It takes such little amounts of on there. Do you remember when um spelt water on my thing, or maybe I did, but we somebody kicked over a glass and it fell over on my whole computer, and I lost my trackpad and my wireless keyboard. That was my second one. This is my third one. And my first one got destroyed by water, too. Well, this is wine.
1: Water makes wine.
0: Well, hey, dude, remember how the Lord came down and put that little fucking starry figure on your neck, dude? Just maybe, just maybe he came down and turned some water into wine on my keyboard for you. You know what I mean? I would say that's exactly what just happened. Yeah, dude, you just gave my keyboard a good old blessing. A good old blessing in disguise. We call that a blessing in dressing. So, yeah, you're going to pour some more there, This this time you didn't miss the fucking thing. You know what I was thinking about? I was literally thinking about that the other day when I was in here. I was like, it's only a matter of time till somebody spills something at this fucking podcast table and something gets ruined. And I was like, I have a feeling it's going to be Rob. And then, sure enough... Well, n- you can't say that something got ruined yet. I did spill something, but... I, I, I can assure you it's it still works. You're probably right. It's probably going to be fine. But at the end of the day, you still were the next person to spill something after I made that observation. Well, yeah, I'm always the one to spill something. I don't understand, dude. How is it, How does that happen? How do you miss that? Did you never take, like, target practice with orange juice as a kid or something? So I can't be a bartender. <laughs> dude, I would never tip you. Especially walking around with a neck like that, dude.
1: <laughs> He's not going to let it go. Okay,
0: fine. Fine. Dude, do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Tape it. Tape it. Tape it. He's going to put some uh, blue tape on his neck. I know this sounds fucked up, but, and you're going to probably think I'm crazy, but my grandparents used to tell me that if you put duct tape on a zit, it helps it go away. So every time I went over to my grandparents' house and I had a zit, my grandfather would tape my face. What? No, I'm saying this. It sounds a lot more like child abuse, but he used to just put, like, a strip of duct tape on my face. Did it work? And then at the end of the day, he would just rip it off. I feel like that makes it worse. No, it actually worked pretty well, so. Really? Yeah, well, because apparently uh, there's a type of acid in duct tape. That, like, your skin absorbs, that, like, helps kill bacteria and infections, which is essentially what a pimple is. I don't know if it's just an old wives' tale, but that's probably a term, right? Wives' tale. Yes, it is. Yeah, okay. Well, you got blue tape on your neck. So sorry, it's distracting. Is this more distracting than the constellation on my neck? Well, at least at the other one, I felt like I could have fucking, you know looked up my zodiac or my horoscope or something through it but now I just feel like um I feel like it's censored put, yeah put one on the other side so at least it's even no 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 the other side uh, uh dude I heard that over the mic that noise uh <laughs> that's so gross dude it's <laughs> like ASMR yeah <laughs> stop it stop stop this is fucking disgusting dude nobody's gonna fucking listen to this yo, you, yo when you make the fucking
1: um that like clip that you make the like cartoon that you make with every podcast you have me going like like my <laughs> like, tongue just
0: like right I was thinking about doing this. Instead of me drawing you, why don't you draw yourself? And we'll use that as your character. Can I do that? Yeah. It's always you.
1: How about I draw you and you draw me?
0: (laughs) That would actually be pretty funny for our podcast if it's just a bad drawing of you
1: and me. Yeah, but you have the same guy for every single podcast. and It's like yours. We were like, what the fuck? What happened to his character? I
0: just, dude. If I swear to God, with your artistic skill, as low as it is, <laughs> you can take that as an insult if you want. But as low as it, but as low as it is, if you were to do the exact same format that I'm doing, you did a podcast and then you did that animation thing that I do, but did it with your level of skill and drawing, it would go so much further because it would be so much funnier. <laughs> But I have like this... Yeah, i would be ex- like Squidbillies. Yeah, I'd ha- I have like this expectation around my name that I have to draw people that at least will remotely look like the people I'm talking to. <laughs> but you could just draw whatever the fuck you wanted. <laughs> <laughs> and it would look like a disaster, but in like a good way. Buh, buh, buh.
1: Yeah. I'm really
0: good at bad drawings. We should... Um, we gotta make... Um, what the fuck uh, is that noise? It's my chair. Oh, because I get nervous, dude. I'm feeling really nervous.
1: You get nervous around pubescent boys. I'm
0: just getting a good look at those things. I'm also going to give people a good a good look at this.
1: Yeah, Bear with me. Bear with them. You hear it? Huh. <laughs> Can you hear it? Yeah. Sounds like the fucking neighbors having a good time. Or it sounds like a bunch of like chipmunks laughing.
0: <laughs> that's my chair, baby. That's my chair. <laughs> yeah, that's the neighbors, dude. We can't we can't get them to behave. Oh, they have, what if I just did podcasts like this? What if I did like a like a, a Neil Diamond type thing with a big ring? Neil Diamond? Yeah, because he always had his like big ring as he like held the mic like this, he had like his big rings. I could be like, Crackling Rosie get on bone. Ain't no longer no. sweet caroline.
1: Uh oh. oh. Oh.
0: Good times never felt so good. Dude, what if we did karaoke in here? I'll do karaoke in here. Oh, fuck dude, it. fuck
1: it. Let's do karaoke. Right now? Yeah.
0: Mm. No, let's set it up for the next one. Okay. I feel like it'd be fun.
1: Where it began.
0: I'm going to start doing my podcast.
1: I can't begin dude, to, why to know. Me. I
0: think of this? Dude, this is awesome. But when I know it's growing strong. I don't like this so much more. I kind what of feel like Haley Williams' misery business now. Like talking like this. I am the business of misery. Let's take it from the top. It's gonna a body like an hourglass. Stick it like a clock. clock. <laughs> God damn it. This is like one of my favorite podcasts. Dude, this from where we started in this podcast to where we're at right now is pretty much what happened to Eastwood. <laughs> 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 That's why we're never going to build something great together, at least. We will. We started off so serious and so like determined on that podcast, and then all of a sudden now we're just like, I am batting the microphone that's dangling from the ceiling. Yeah, do the same thing. And I'm ready to tell you a big story about my little You're friend, clipping. John. You're clipping. Stop. Sorry. Hang it. Hang it from the top. I'm in the business of misery. I'm taking from a clock. Imagine if I made it mandatory to do the podcast like this with everyone. But you have to go like this, though.
1: You have to go from bottom.
0: (laughs) You kind of have to, otherwise it doesn't work.
1: I am talking right now. Please don't interrupt me.
0: (laughs) I kind of wish everybody could see us right now, so that way they actually know what's going on. Because right now, we're just saying a bunch of words, and people are like, what the fuck are they doing? (laughs) And we have no video for it anyways. (laughs) Oh, say can you You see,
1: by the the dawn's
0: dawn's early light, light, what's so proudly And the twilight's last gleaming Whose broad stripes and bright stars Through the perilous fight For the ramparts we watched Were so gallantly streaming And the rocket's red glare the bombs staying in air Gave proof through the night That our flag was still there
1: Oh, say does that star-spangled
0: banner yet sway For the land of the
1: free And the home of the brave.
0: brave. I like how I just (laughs) I just showed that on there. Well, people who are listening are like, "Well, that was decent, but why did we have to hear it again at the end?" And I was like, "That's because I recorded it on Snapchat." Relax. All right. Do you think people are actually going to enjoy that? Because I'm feeling kind of nervous about it now. I feel like, well, I feel like people might enjoy the prospect of it, but I feel like that might be super critical of like our actual inability to sing on it. I was really, oh, I was trying pretty hard to harmonize with you, but you don't, you don't really have a great voice, so it's. Dude, it's really hard when you got fucking three mountains on <laughs> your neck. <laughs> when are you, dude, I have elevation sickness from your neck. <laughs> okay, I get it. I have pimples on my neck. Dude, when's Yellowstone Park about to blow, man? That's all I want to know. Dude, I popped. I tried popping two of them today, and they just wouldn't pop. That's and when awesome. your voice it's crack, worse. When your voice is cracking, is that a tectonic shift?
1: Yeah.
0: Ugh. Do we know where other any other great American hits like Francis Scott Key? What's his deal? What song do you sing? Yeah, <laughs> car. No, what's the other one? Uh, we did. What was that? The Star-Spangled Banner. No, that was um,
1: um, sorry, little Munchkin boy.
0: That's what that was the other one. Oh well, let's just do the Pledge of Allegiance. That one's easy enough. Damn, we are one more conservative move away from this being a right-wing <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Did we sing one more American song? It's over Dude, with. Dude, I really want to hear that. I
1: really want to hear that back. That was fucking so weird. <laughs> <laughs> that was so... That was actually really creepy, to be honest. That was no, 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 we terrifying. You
0: got, got to do one more song. What's one more? What's another American dream song? Um... um well, I'm proud to be <laughs> I was that, but there's, there's... No, what's the other one? So we did the Pledge of Allegiance, the National Anthem. Mm. Uh, great... Uh, fucking, what the fuck is it called? America the Beautiful or whatever. Yeah. No, that's this one of them. This land me. is your land. This land is my land. From California to, to horny Michigan. <laughs> wait, wait, no. Let's sing that one, dude. I love that song. I don't what? know that song. You don't know that song? I don't know the lyrics. Really? No. Oh. Amazing Grace. That's what I was thinking of. No, I don't want to sing Amazing, Amazing dude, Grace. Amazing Grace. you sing that at a funeral. I don't want that. I what? know. This land is your land. Oh, shit. Hell yeah. All right. Oh, dude, this is Woody Guthrie, dude. <laughs> Pretty sure you said that wrong. No way, dude. That's perfect. This land is your Your land, this land land is my land From California to to the New York Islands From the Redwood Forest Forest to the Gulf Stream waters This land land was made for you and me. me As I went walking that ribbon of highway, I saw above me the endless skyways. I saw below me the golden van. This land was made for you and me. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. Dude, nobody's listening. We've officially (laughs) shed off every single fucking listener. Dude, I fucking love that song. That song is a banger, though. Okay. Uh, Do you want to get $1 drafts, dude? Yeah, but we should have a message before we
1: we go off, even if nobody listens to it. What's the message? No, I'm saying we should have a message.
0: I haven't thought of it yet. Uh, How about when you guys hear this, just call me back.